Hello again, and welcome to Writing Children's Fiction. My name's Andy, and I write children's fiction under the pseudonym A.P. Winter. In earlier episodes, we've looked at the six steps for writing a children's book, and we've had a look at the first step, reading current children's fiction in a bit more detail. But what about the next stage, thinking up stories? How do we start forming good ideas? Sometimes finding the story you want to write can mean asking yourself questions. A good exercise around this is to imagine a storyteller who can invent any story you'd like to hear. Now ask the question, what kind of story would you like them to tell you? All kinds of ideas might pop into your head from that, but my advice would be to keep things broad and simple for now. Do you want a story about space and robots or dinosaur times? Or something exciting that happened down the road from where you are now? This image of the storyteller is useful because it can prevent you going off into the specifics of the story, all the complex twists and turns, and makes you instead explain the simple aspects first. In other words, It encourages you to say things like, I want a story about space with pirates in it, please. Rather than things like, I want a story that features a section where it turns out the dragon, who they thought was the bad guy, was their relative all along, but they'd been transformed by a wicked spell from someone with an ancient grudge, etc. Or even worse, saying something like, I want a story that's a work of staggering genius with beautiful prose, that reveals something about the human condition. Writing a long-form piece of fiction takes a long time, so starting from things that are fun for you on a basic level is a much stronger foundation than searching for things you think will impress or surprise others. You can add the impressive and surprising stuff later. I would genuinely recommend giving this exercise a go, Just try putting a few ideas down in this format I'd like to hear a story about and see if that sparks any ideas. Another good aspect to figure out once you've addressed this general idea of the type of story you're thinking of is why you want to write it. By this I mean finding something at the heart of the story that has power for you. This is perhaps more likely to relate to something about the character and the challenges they face, both in the story and within themselves. Last time, in tips for character creation, we talked about finding conflict within characters, two things that seem at odds. It's one of the more tenuous and maybe unfinished ideas I have to share on this podcast, but I feel that addressing unresolved ideas within yourself is where a lot of power comes from in stories. Things that don't have easy answers, like when to take risks, when to trust people, or things that might alter the way we see the world, like ideas of right and wrong. It's good to understand that stories exist to explore these things, but something that can be limiting when you're first thinking about ideas, and what has power for you, is the assumption that your story has to answer all these questions. I would say some of the worst roadblocks I've set for myself when writing 
came from wanting to explain something to the reader, or answer some big question. I think it gets in the way of the fun and lively side of writing, not because it's boring, but because it fundamentally fails to recognise that the power of fiction comes from asking questions rather than answering them. This doesn't mean you can't deal with big ideas or themes or guide the reader towards thinking more deeply about things. There are plenty of children's authors who are capable of doing this. But just don't feel that you need to have settled everything in your head before you start to write. Instead, find what's interesting and then explore it on the page. Okay, that was a big and maybe slightly vague tangent. So what else can get in the way of inspiration or derail things? I've mentioned this before, but the idea that your story should be entirely unique in every aspect to merit it being called original presents an impossible challenge to the writer. I was talking to someone recently who said they don't think they're imaginative because when they break down their ideas for new stories, they find they've just squished ideas from other stories together. Every one of my favourite stories, without exception, could be described as aspects of earlier stories squished together in a new way. Even landmark novels that are held up as wholly original are original in their approaches, not their content. Don Quixote is medieval romance squished with comedic, picaresque stories. Moby Dick, for all its unusualness, is Old Testament stories squished with sea yarns. I know that I'm being simplistic here, I can feel lit professors wincing as I speak, but the point is this squishing together of finding new connections and new meanings by arranging things that haven't been arranged quite that way before is imaginative. It isn't something to be ashamed of or avoid, so look for new connections, not new foundations, and be excited when you feel old ideas clicking together in a new and exciting way, because it probably means you've discovered something brilliant. A hard lesson to learn is that the first idea you're excited about isn't necessarily the best idea. This is why forging concepts into log lines, as we talked about in the very first episode of this podcast, is so helpful. If you're too invested in the initial mental picture you've conjured of your story, you won't be in a good position to really test it. I'm not suggesting you tie yourself in knots with this, but before you start writing, just try thinking of how you might do things differently, even if you like the idea that you settled on. Think about how it would work in a different setting, how it might change with a different main character how you could set up a completely different main challenge and how that would play out across the story. The image of the stereotypical cigar-chomping editor can help with this. If you're familiar with Little Women, this would be the Mr. Dashwood guy crossing out huge sections to get rid of what he deems to be preaching. 
This is useful not because I think editors are always right, but because they are always right to challenge you on why you've chosen to do things a particular way. Picture the kind of person who is going to say, what if the friend is the main character? What if the bad guy appears here? What if it's not set in dinosaur times, but in space with robots? These kinds of questions can seem scary, but if you make yourself face them, you'll either figure out exactly why the idea is special and why it's working well, or you'll figure out how to make it even more special and work better. I think that's a good note to finish on this time. I hope some of those ideas were useful for you. As I mentioned, check out the episode on Loglines if you haven't already, and have a look at the Very Hungry Author Pillar episode 2 for some points on honing early ideas into better stories. All aspects of this podcast were created by me. As always, you can reach me via Twitter or my website by searching for AP Winter. I think next time we'll look at ideas around what makes a good scene, but I can't promise I won't get derailed by something else. Anyway, I hope you'll join me then. <laughs>